Starting a new series today called Caught Red-Handed. And I even have my little red-handed glove right here. Caught red-handed. What does that mean? Evidence that you're following Jesus. Have you ever been caught red-handed following Jesus? Is there evidence in your life that you've been caught following Jesus? I want to talk to you today about the name that we've already been singing about. The title is called The Name. And I want to talk to you about the name of Jesus today. If I call out your, your name today, like Mike, Mike looks at me. Spencer, how you doing? There's something powerful about calling on someone's name. The Bible says a good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. How many of you know that it's important that you have a good name? I see Tony in the back, middle way. Hi, Tony. See, I call people by name and they know who I'm talking about. Your name is very, very, very important. But I want to talk to you about a greater name today. Going to get to that in just a minute because I got to tell you about two other names. My daughter had twins this week. Our daughter, our daughter had twins. They're amazing. Little peanuts. One of them's name is Raider Jonathan. The other one is named Raleigh Justice. Their names are very, very cool because Raider is spelled R-A-Y-D, like Ray Dean. R-H, Raider, Justice, Justice, I'm sorry, Jonathan, that's my name, Raider Jonathan, got mom and, I'm a, I'm a papa's name, and then there's Raleigh Justice, and a lot of people don't know this, but my uh, name, grand, my great-great-granddaddy, who however far it went back was adopted, and our last name before we were adopted was Justice, so my, our grandbaby's name is Raleigh Justice. And so we're so, I got to talk to you about their name. <laughs> when you are a movement of God, when you are a movement of God, when God is moving in your life, guess who you will talk about. Guess what you will talk about. A beautiful evidence of following Jesus is who they talk about, think about, share about, read about, and who they want to be. Like, who do you talk about? Think about that, Selah. Do you talk about Trump more than you talk about Jesus? Do you talk about Joe Biden more than Jesus? Do you talk about politics more than Jesus? Do you talk about coffee more than Jesus? Do you talk about money more than Jesus. You talk about clothing, shoes more than Jesus. Do you talk about your ministry more than Jesus? Caught red-handed, who do you talk about? Who do you think about? Do you talk about gas prices more than Jesus? I pray that today there will be an infusion in all of our hearts when it comes to the name of Jesus and faith in his name. Psalms 8 verse 1 says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all 
the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. That majestic is a beautiful, beautiful word in the Hebrew. It's powerful. It means excellent, famous, gallant, glorious, goodly, lordy, mighty, noble, principal, worthy. Oh Lord, our Lord, how majestic is Go with me, church. Your name. name. Say that with me. Your name. Your name. name. I wonder, do you talk about him more than your business? More than your retirement? Augustine said Christ is not valued at all unless he is valued above all. There's a name that's above all names. I wonder, do you talk about him? Psalms 92.1 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord and sing praises to your name, O Most High. The Bible says in in Proverbs 18.10, The name of the Lord is is a strong tower, the righteous run into it and they are safe. It's not that a strong tower is your safety. It's that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and you can run into it and you are safe. If found in a court of law, would you be found guilty of following Jesus, talking about Jesus, sharing Jesus, living for Jesus? Is there enough physical evidence against you that a judge or a jury, if you were called out without a shadow of a doubt, would they say that you are guilty? There's evidence, physical evidence beyond anything that you're guilty in serving Jesus Christ. Have you been caught (laughs) red-handed? If you've ever wanted to be a rebel, today is your day to be a rebel. I'll give you permission. You used to run with the devil, you would rebel all kinds of that way, but now all you gotta do is talk about Jesus and you will be a rebel. All you got to do is pray. All you got to do is share Jesus and you will raise hell. <laughs> Mention the name of Jesus and the culture will cringe. Mention the name of Jesus and demons will listen up and shake at only at the name of Jesus. I wonder have you been caught red-handed when it comes to you sharing Jesus? Talking about Jesus, preaching Jesus, praying Jesus, sharing Jesus. I wonder if you've been caught red-handed. I wonder, do you talk about Jesus? In our culture right now, we would probably not get thrown in jail or murdered or any of those things for the name of Jesus. I'm getting ready to share a little bit of a story that they were risking their life in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Acts 3. We're going to camp out for a few minutes in Acts 3 and Acts 4, and it's all around this amazing name, Jesus. Acts 3, 1 through 7 says, now Peter and John was going up to the temple at the hour of prayer and the ninth hour, and a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple. I mean, everybody knew this guy. They carried him every day to the temple. It's called the, the, the beautiful gate. 
to ask alms for those entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him as did John and said, look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter says, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have, I wonder, do you have him? What I do have, I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. I wonder, do you know him? Do you talk about him? Do you share him? His name's Jesus. And look what took place. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. Jesus, that that name Jesus means Jehovah is salvation and Christ anointed. Jesus is the Son of God. He is our salvation. He is the anointed one. He is the savior of the world. God in the flesh, healer, Jesus. I wonder, do you talk about him? John 1.1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. It's kind of very mystic, mysterious writing. The what, what? John is way different than Matthew, Mark, Luke. I mean, it's like what, what? In the beginning was the word. I want to let you know who the word was. Who was in the beginning with God? His name is Jesus. And the word was with God. His name is Jesus. And the word was God. His name is Jesus. So don't be mistaken who Jesus is. God, Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus is God in a bod. Jesus is G'd up from the feet up because he's God. You need to know that because false beliefs and religions, they do not go there. But you need to know that God stepped out of heaven and became a man because he loved us, died for us. He had to do something only God could do to be the sacrifice, the ultimate sacrifice for the entire world so that we could have eternal life and have a relationship with the God of the universe. Well, after this whole lame man got totally healed, the the people wondered what was going on. And it says this in Acts 3.12, it says, And when Peter saw And he addressed the people, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Why do you stare at us as though by our own power and pity we've made him walk? It wasn't about by the power and the pity of John and Peter that made him walk. It was in the name of Jesus. I wonder, do you talk about Jesus? I wonder, do you have faith in that name? Verse 16, it goes on to say, and his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, and the faith that is through Jesus was given the man this perfect health in the presence 
of you all. Faith in that name. In the name of Jesus. There was a religious sect there that really was um, not happy about this because what was known about Jesus? What was known about Jesus is that he died. What else was known about Jesus is that he was resurrected from the dead. And there was a sect there, listen to all this, that got completely annoyed about hearing about Jesus. I can tell you right now, if you want to, don't, don't even try to annoy people. If you want to annoy people because the devil hates it, all you got to do is talk about Jesus. I'm not telling you go around annoying people. That's not my, that's not my, that's not my heart. I don't want to annoy people, but it happens. I remember preaching on the streets of Arcata, California. Anybody ever heard of Arcata, California? God bless you. Lord help you. <laughs> Met my wife in Arcata, Humboldt. Anybody ever, ever heard of Humboldt County? Yeah. If you ever smoke dope, you know about Humboldt County. I guarantee you that. You don't have to look far at Humboldt County for dope. And uh, we're witnessing in the, the, the square of Arcata. And if you want to really change the look, the peaceful smile on a hippie's face, all you got to do is mention Jesus. Because they go from peaceful hippie movement to like, wow, greatly annoyed when all you're trying to do is share about this name. You see, the devil hates that name. And people that don't know that name, it can very greatly annoy them. Just know that from the get-go. You don't have to try to offend people when it comes to the name of Jesus. That name itself does enough offending. And the Bible says this, And as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them greatly annoyed. Say that with me, greatly annoyed. Because, why? Because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus... The resurrection from the dead. In that name. Let's fast forward to the next chapter for a moment. Just, just focusing this, this morning. Just focus on that name, Jesus. And I wonder if you've ever been caught red-handed. It's easy to talk about Jesus on Sunday morning. Saturday night. But I'm talking about Monday through Friday. Have you ever been caught red-handed? And when they, verse 7 of chapter 4 of Acts, and when they had set them in the midst, they inquired, by what, listen to this, by what power or by, look, what name did you do this? Talking about the lame person. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today concerning a good deed done to a crippled man, by what means this man has been healed, let it be known to all and to all the people of Israel that by the name, say that with me, the name. The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I like that, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I like to use that, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It's like Mike Green of Coeur d'Alene. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's a lot, probably lots of Mike Green if I was to look up. Would there, is there a lot of Mike Greens? Three. Three. But, you know, Mike Green, what's your address? What's your address? CDA White. CDA White. That, right there. 
Mike Green of sin. You hear what I'm saying? Jesus, there's probably lots of Jesus. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Put the address on him. This is who he is. Faith in his name. Who he is? God in the flesh. Jesus of Nazareth, whom you crucified. Uh Uh-oh. Now they're very annoyed. Whom God raised from the dead. By him, this man is standing before you well. Can I say something about Jesus? He's the same that day and today and forever. He heals today. He heals yesterday. He heals tomorrow. Because that's who Jesus is. We just heard a while ago, first gathering, Kim Oz, did you see who was emceeing early? Kim Oz, she just got back from Brazil. They saw 1,800 miracles. Like 18, like 18 ears opened. Death. Uh, just, just, uh, jail. Just intellectually, does God heal? Does He heal today? I mean, I mean, I mean, when, when didn't that all die when the apostles die? Are you kidding me? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Here's the challenge: Do you believe? Mary and Martha, Martha, Martha. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he shall die, he will live. Hey, 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 Martha. Do you believe? See. The key is belief. Not going to church. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you have faith in his name? Go on, look at verse 12 of, verse, of chapter 4. And there is salvation in no one else. There is no other name under heaven. No other name. All J.O. Hare Krishna will say, nope. Uh, Buddha will say, nope. There's only one name under heaven that you can have salvation. What does salvation mean? Eternal life. Sins forgiven. Have a relationship with God. Save you from the mess that you're in. Save you from hell. If you don't do anything in life, you will hit hell wide open. Gerald, that's really hard truth. You would rather for me to tell the truth to you now than to hit hell wide open. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must, must be saved. Verse 13, and when they saw the boldness, say that with me, boldness. Here's another beautiful evidence of being with Jesus. Boldness, fearless. People want to know where anointing. How do you get anointed? Where's anointing? People use the word anointing. What is anointing all about? What is an, an, you know where one place anointing comes from? You know where anointing comes from? From the anointed one. Jesus Christ. You want to be anointed? There's no shortcuts. You can't buy it on Amazon. You have to spend time with the anointed one in the anointed book by the anointed Holy Spirit. There's only one way for you to be anointed, being with the anointed one. His name is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. No other way. You can try to fake it. People will see through that. Either you're anointed or you're not. And there's one source. His name is Jesus. There's no other way. You can watch anointed people and go, I'll just kind of talk like that, move like that. 
act like that. And people will be like, ah, no, that ain't that. That ain't the anointing. And when they saw, say that with me, saw. You can see it, man. You can see it. They saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated. Nothing wrong with being educated. I hope you get your masters and your doctrines and all that you want, but you don't have to be educated to have an incredible relationship with Jesus Christ, to be a lethal weapon against the kingdom of darkness, to be anointed and have signs and wonders following your life. You don't get that from an education. It comes from Jesus. And they perceived that they were uneducated common men. Somebody say common men. Jesus uses a lot of common men and women. Unwise. Those that the world kind of looks down at. Just look in Corinthians all of a sudden. Wow. Uncom or common men, they were astonished. And this is... This is what they ended up must be happening. And they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Do you have that evidence in your life? Have you been caught red-handed? Do you, I wonder, do you talk about him? I wonder if people can see him in your life. I was talking to a friend the other day when they lived in another city. <laughs> they started going to this church. And they got radically saved. And then they found out across the road or right next to them in this church were elders. They had lived beside these elders forever. And these elders had not told them one thing about church or Jesus. And they were just absolutely ticked off. We lived beside you forever and you never even invited us to church. I wonder, do you talk about him? Have you ever been caught red-handed? In a court of law, are you guilty or not guilty? I know you know your product that you sell up and down, baby. I know you know if it's three-star, four-star, five-star on Amazon. I know you know the ingredients of what you cook. My question is, do you talk about Jesus? It goes on to say, but in order, verses 17 and 8, but in order that it may spread no further, here they, they're really concerned about this name of Jesus. <laughs> in order that it spread no further among the people, let us warn them and speak to them no more to anyone in this name. So they called them and charged them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. And you know what little Paul and John probably, I mean, Peter and John probably did. They just probably crawled up in a little corner and says, we'll never talk about Jesus again. But I got news for you. They're caught red-handed. And they're risking their lives. It goes on to say verse 19 and 20. But Peter and John answered them, whether it is right in the sight of God to listen to you, rather to, then to God, you must judge, for we cannot but speak of what we have seen and heard. Busted. 
caught red-handed in the name of Jesus. Isaiah 9.6 says, For unto us, we love to read this at Christmas. It's okay to read it at Christmas. You can read it in October too, and in June, and in February. For unto us a child is born, don't go Christmas on me, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name, J.O., you got to scream like that, I think sometimes, because I look at faces sometimes, and I go, Bro, are you even with me? Are you even catching who I'm talking about today? I'm not talking about Tiger Woods. I'm not talking about a professional athlete or the the Hawks. I'm talking about Jesus. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Here we go. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. When I'm struggling, people I, I've done counseling too long, talked to people, met with a guy yesterday just for a moment for a different subject, and he told me what he was going through and the challenges that we have at times when we're sleeping. And all of a sudden, I'm in a dream, and I'm battling, and all I know is that I just feel like it's a demonic attack. And if I can just get out of my mouth in my dream, Jesus, but I can't, I go. I just know that if I can get Jesus out, that everything's going to be fine. What name does people take in vain all the time and in the movies it ain't it ain't bd it ain't buddha what do people randomly say they smash their finger they don't go oh muhammad anybody say when you smash your finger muhammad or bd no cuz the devil just tries to work it, twist it, devalue the name above all names. God, the almighty, the all-powerful, the all-knowing, the ever-present, omnipotent, peace, sanctifier, deliver. His name, his name is holy. The enemy just uses it to belittle it. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 says, Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. You may have never bowed to the name of Jesus. You will. Jail, you sound mean. No, you will. Cancer will bow. The host of heaven angels will bow. Everything in heavenlies will bow. It goes on to say, and on earth, men and women and kids and disease, everything that has a name will bow at the name of Jesus. And it goes on to say, and under the earth, every demon, every devil of hell, everything that has a name will bow at the name of Jesus. Every tongue will confess he is Lord. The glory unto the glory of the Father, you will bow. 
You may be a little intimidated, like those guys that bow at the front of the altar, you know, they look a little bit more. You're going to be in the same place. Sometime. It will happen. Let me shotgun a few scriptures out to you. And all I want you to do is think about the name of Jesus as I go through these scriptures. Whatever you ask in my name, <laughs> this I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. John 14, 14. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. John 16, 23. In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask in the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Isaiah 42, 8. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved image. Matthew 18, 5. Whoever receives one of these children or child in my name receives me. Here we go, part of the Great Commission, Mark 16, 17 through 18. And these signs will accompany, accompany those who believe. Say that with me, believe. Because the believing is a big issue here. You've got to believe. <laughs> you can sit all up in church the next 22 days and not believe. Do you believe? In that name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents, their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will cover all in the name of Jesus. I wonder, do you ever talk about him? I wonder if you ever get caught red-handed. I wonder, is there evidence, are you guilty of following Jesus.